Resuming. Weird. World. Order. Broadcast. Dynatherms connected. Initiating broadcast signal in... Ladies, gentlemen, and Knights of the Nerd World Order, this is the Nerd World Order broadcast. I'm the man that you call Dukes, and to my right, it's all about the... Booyah! What's up? It's your boy, Joe Pepe. And coming straight out of Krakoa, weighing in at 178 adamantium-filled pounds, Alfonso X-Man Flores. Enough said, bub. And there will not be enough said in this episode because we're about to jump in the Wayback Machine and go back to 2022 and discuss with the ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order every, well, not every movie, but let's say our top five movies of 2022. This hasn't been discussed. I don't know what Alfonso's number one is. He doesn't know what Joe's number one is. We're going to jump into it. We're going to be as completely surprised as you. How's it going today, gentlemen? Really good here. Awesome. Yeah, pretty good here. Awesome. Very cool. Yes, I'm also having a very, very good day. Glad to be back on this episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast, and I'm glad to be hanging out with you guys today. Uh, guys, overall, uh, 2022 was an interesting year for movies. I feel like at the start of the year, nobody wanted to go into the theaters. And then like basically people went in for Spider-Man No Way Home. And I understand that was 2021, but I feel like people went in for that and then they stopped going to the movie theaters again. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's pretty interesting to see that some of the movies we have were streaming, others that we have, at least for me personally, uh, some were in the movies. Cause I feel like this year, some streaming movies were better than things that we had in the movie theater. What do you guys think about that overall? Joe. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with everything you said right there. Like for me, my list actually has no Marvel or DC movies in it. So 2022 for me, I found more entertaining watching movies that had nothing to do with comics. Mm-hmm. And it was more enjoyable. It was a letdown as much as Phase 4 was for me. Phase 4 is a big letdown. We've done countless of podcasts talking about that, throwing jabs at Phase 4. So, I mean, the only thing Phase 4 did for me was let me branch out to, like, not watch so many movies pretending to Marvel or DC and branching out and watching different movies. So 2020-22 was a good year for me to start doing that and not always watching those type of movies. Very cool. Alfonso, how about you? Uh, did you spend a little bit more time in the movie theaters this year, or did you spend a lot more time streaming? Uh, a lot more time streaming. I mean, I'm going to say between 2020 and 2022, things have been just different. You know, it, it's slowly coming back, and people are going to theaters more. You know, how comfortable I feel about being around people that much. Eh, I'd rather, if I'm going to risk it, it's going to be at a Comic-Con. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yep. So, yeah, a lot of streaming. A lot of streaming. Um but the movie theaters, I, I love the fact that most of the theaters around me right now have gone to individual seat recliner seats that you know give you a lot of room. You're not right up against somebody, 
and you got those prepaid tickets so you can get there right when you need to get there. Yeah, the being able to purchase tickets ahead of time and I don't know if you guys remember the good old days when you'd have to stand in line for hours and then basically as soon as they open that door, like everybody would be jockeying for those center seats. Uh, it's just really great that now you can just pick out your seat, show up five minutes before some movie theaters, you can order your food and have it delivered directly to your seat during the trailer. So it's a wonderful, advanced, futuristic world we live in now. Yes, sir. Yeah. So you guys ready to dive into this list? I see that Joe has taken the opportunity to make sure his beard is on point. So yes, I think we can get started. Joe, can you uh, give us your number five? My number five was a movie called Nope. And I thought that was pretty good. It was um, very entertaining. It makes you think. It makes you look for hints to figure certain things out. And it was different. So I enjoyed that. And I'm sure we, we, we did a podcast on that. And we talked about that. It was very entertaining for me. I enjoy his movies. Yeah, me too. I would say that Nope is one of those movies that I've tried to introduce other people to. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, when I was in Atlanta, my sister and my mom watched it with me. I drug my wife to see it. Uh, that's a cool movie. I definitely think it's a good movie to be in the top five. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as Nope goes, did I watch Nope? Nope. Nope. You still haven't I, watched I, it yet? I haven't. I really want to see it too. I do. Um, it, I just, think it's on Paramount now. I want to say Paramount. Oh, is it on Paramount? Yeah, I think it's on Paramount now. Yeah, yeah. I I just I haven't had an opportunity to you know like new series coming out. I, you know I start plowing through those. Mm -hmm. uh, my son's got me watching One Piece. I'm on episode seventy one. So it mm -hmm. it's like uh, everything's on the back burner right now. So I I got to catch up. I got to get back into it. Uh, I will definitely look for Nope when this is over. Yours episode seventy one. You know those over a thousand, right? I, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm chipping All away. Right. At it. <laughs> I was thinking Alfonso's son is going to be like in college by the time yeah. you guys, you know, <laughs> get caught up with current episodes. Yeah. No, no. This is my older son. He's twenty five, married, and he has a Zorro tattoo of his swords on the on the back of his back. So okay, uh, mm. my my younger son is not watching One Piece. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's funny, Alfonso, because, you know, one of the things you said was it's like it's hard to get caught up. And as I was going through the list of all the movies for 2022, not even all the movies, just the ones that made it on someone's generic list. There were so many movies I thought I was going to watch and I just never got around to. Yep. And even with streaming, it's still hard to stay caught up with everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Alfonso, can you drop your number five on us? I will. And I do want to preface this by saying I did not watch a lot of movies this year. It's actually been a lot of series. So my number five, uh, one other hint, all my movies are are, uh, are uh, sequels. <laughs> my number five <laughs> is actually the movie that I've watched the most amount of times out of my entire top five list. I don't know why it's number five, but I've watched it the most. But uh, I looked it up. For a movie to be considered a movie, a feature-length movie, it's got to be at least 40 minutes. So my number five is Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. 
I had a lot of fun with this movie. The song was catchy. My kids love it. You know, my wife enjoyed it. She she's watched it three times with me. I think I've seen it five. Uh, <laughs> it, it was just. I don't know. I, I'm all about the heart. And it had a lot of heart. It made me feel good. It was a feel-good movie. I just, I had a lot of fun with it, you know? And, and the fact that Kevin Bacon was there as Kevin Bacon and how much, how much, like, everybody in the uh, in space hates actors was hilarious. <laughs> hmm. What did you guys think of that? Uh, you know, that's... <laughs> I guess I guess my opening statement said it all. It was a good yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. It was surprisingly good, but it just didn't leave me saying, "Hey, I want to yeah. see that four more times." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, Alfonso, I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Did you watch it four more times before Christmas? Uh, I think I watched it three times before Christmas, once on Christmas, and then once a little later. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And and honestly, that's what put it on the list because when I started looking through all these lists of movies <laughs> that I that I've actually seen, I'm like, I I got to put it on the list because that's what I watched the most. You know, I just hmm. it's like regardless of how I felt about the other ones, I'm like this. It deserves. It's like Rocky. You know, it's 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 a fighter. It deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, we all watched Wednesday, right? Oh man, that, I couldn't stop talking, thinking about Wednesday as I'm writing this. Okay, list. okay so how many minutes are in that episode? About forty, forty-five. About forty, forty-five minutes. So yeah. for me, I consider that just an episode special. I don't really consider <laughs> it a movie. Right, you know what I mean, but it it was pretty good. I liked I liked it for what it was. I think it was just an ep- episode of transition to Guardians of the Galaxy three. So I think it's a um a good buffer to prepare you for what's going to happen in episode or uh, the the third movie. So I appreciate it in that sense. But for me, I, I didn't I never considered it as a movie as opposed to like an episode of like a preview of what things to come in that Guardians of the Galaxy three. But it was good though. Thank you. Thank you. These Marvel special presentations are definitely falling into a special category because, like, if you look at Werewolf by Night, Mm -hmm. it was great, Mm -hmm. but I have difficulty calling it a movie. But it's a little bit better than your average. It's self-contained, so I can't Mm -hmm. consider it just another episode. Yeah. So that's interesting. I would I wouldn't know where to classify those. Right. But those at least at the end of Phase Four is as bad as it was, those were the two bright points for me. Yeah. It was yeah. a werewolf by night and then Guardian special. Yeah. Totally. Speaking of episodes, gentlemen, my number five is based on a collection of episodes from not my childhood. Like when people talk about cartoons, like I'm like, okay, so GI Joe was my childhood transformers and he-man like that's the niche when i was a kid watching cartoons scooby-doo is my jam so like let's say when i was whatever age i watched chip and dale's rescue rangers it was Mm. not one of my top cartoons but i really really liked the chip and dale's rescue rangers movies i felt like it was very self-aware as far as like okay there's this cartoon it went away Mm -hmm. it came back what are we going to do what are we going to point out Uh, i felt like 
the comedy really hit and I liked the special effects and it was one of those movies where at the end of it, I was like, wow, they did a really good job with making this old property relevant. So that's my number five. <laughs> Dude, it, it was pretty good. I seen it. It's on Disney, right? Yeah. You're talking about this. It was yeah. actually pretty good. Like I didn't have any, you know, anything to watch on TV and I was bored and I was like, you know what, let me just watch it. You're right. It is pretty good. I like the way they connected a, the time gap of what from the TV show and into reality. I thought it was really good. And um, I wouldn't mind, you know, if they came out with another one, I'm surprised they have not yet, you know, at least a TV series or something like that. But, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I, I enjoyed that movie. I appreciate it. Alfonso, that big smile. What do you got to say? Sometimes some crimes go slipping <laughs> through the cracks. Come on, you guys know the song, don't you? You know the song. It's like I, I watch these two gum shoes. <laughs> That's the only part I know. Yeah. Hit a joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I I watched that cartoon probably more than I'd care to admit, and and I really enjoyed it. You know, they they were fun. I was and I always love seeing things like in movies and cartoons where you've got small people and they they've got a pen. And they they put something on it and now all of a sudden it's an airplane and they got rubber bands and you know like the littles they you know all, anytime they do stuff like that i love it. smurfs um so i had a good time with that movie john mulaney killed it man and the fact that it's indiana jones and magnum pi put together that can't be wrong yeah that's the outfit mm -hmm. they went <laughs> yeah Yeah, so I mean, just that's the outfits they wear, Magnum PI. And if you guys didn't know, one's dressed as Magnum PI, one's dressed as uh, Indiana Jones. So yeah. um, they did great with the supporting cast, too. It's like they got different personalities than what they did on their show. It, it was a lot of fun. You know, it was it was definitely better than Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is a classic because of all the cartoon and, and live stuff. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry about the rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know what, Alfonso? How do you Is take there... my number five and make it a way to disrespect rabbits? <laughs> <laughs> it's on now, I dude. I did it's it for on. Liz. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joe, Joe, can you can you help us recover from that? What's your number four? Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Now I said I didn't enjoy any Marvel or DC movies, correct? Yes. This is what I said. You know, hear me out. I don't really consider this a DC movie. I consider it more of like a detective movie. And so the, my fourth one is the Batman. Like for me, it was more of a detective type of movie as opposed to just him being Batman. Because, you know, like it was, it went in really detail about him being a detective, you know, trying to solve crime from the beginning. I didn't really see it too much as a superhero is more of like a, this, you know, the, the movie, the seven, that kind of type of vibe, like a thriller killer kind of movie. And like that, the uh, cop or detective is trying to figure out who the killer is. So for me, I considered it more of that type of movie than it, than it did from like the, uh, the, the Marvel or DC universe for me. Anyways, that's how I took it, took that movie. Interesting. I'm going to say Joe's trying to get us with a technicality. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great movie. Yeah. I, I feel like 
for me, I had trouble with the pacing right. and the 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 amount of time that went into the movie was a lot for me. But when I step back and I look at the movie, it's just so well put together. It's like mm-hmm. it's like layer, layer, layer. Yeah. And it's not the same old Bruce Wayne. You know, mm-hmm. and it's and even though it's a younger Bruce Wayne, it doesn't feel like they're trying to make it a younger Bruce Wayne. It's just this is what it is. It yeah. it just meshed together so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to agree, man. I I feel like the reason, if I were to agree with you on your curveball with this isn't a DC movie, <laughs> yeah. it's because it did it doesn't feel like a DC EU mm-hmm. boring cookie cutter movie. It feels right. very intelligent. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's thought out, like yeah. Whereas a lot of the DCEU movies just feel like, hey, let's just throw in all these explosions and superheroes mm-hmm. and see what sticks, and people will give us millions of dollars. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think that's a great number four. I'm I'm on board with that, Alfonso. Yeah, um, it definitely. It's not a DCEU movie, so because it's not DC Extended Universe. I, I can see your point. It, it's kind of like the Joker. It falls into a different category. It's mm-hmm. not it's not yeah. one of these, you know, superhero beat 'em up movies. Plus it doesn't have the DC formula, which we discovered recently, is you hide the the big bad until the very end. You don't give them any character development and you just pop them up. Remember when we talked about that? Mm-hmm. And uh, just for you just for you guys out there listening, uh, if you want to hear more about the Batman, we did episode um uh, 35. So Nerd World Order Broadcast episode 35. You can listen and learn about the Batman. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie a lot. The Riddler was great. Um, the Bruce Wayne, that was the, the one thing that kind of took me away from it. You know, the whole Justin Bieber hair thing and, you know, the emo, sad emo kid. But other than that, I, I like the development. The, the fight scenes are great. He took a lot of hits, which is good for an early Batman. That when you hit somebody, you you heard like meat, you know. It wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't that gaffing freak celery break sound that they normally do. That was it it was as if somebody was like punching a pig, like mm-hmm. in uh well rock I'm going back to Rocky again. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, that that movie was it was done really well. I love the slow, steady walks from the dark into the mm-hmm. light, the reveal. It was and when the car started, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I it was barely edged off my list. It's funny because as Alfonso is saying, like, you know, the walk, I remember that. I remember mm-hmm. when the Batmobile started up, I was like, whoa, I want to yeah. watch it again right now. Like, seriously. Yeah. 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 Dang. I'm going to write yeah. that down. Yeah. Yeah. So Alfonso, can you drop your number four on us? <laughs> my number four, staying in the typical Alfonso fashion. Uh, my number four is a sequel. My number four is Prey. It's directly to Hulu. Prey. Uh, the Predator continuation uh, back in early Americas. Um, the native people, the fights were so amazing. Uh, the, you know, like they were hunters. That's what they did. You know, not not the, not necessarily the Predator, but the, the natives. So it's like, they got to use some of their skills. They got to look at it a different way. Like you had these French people in there who were like, oh, I got guns, you know, I'm unstoppable. But, you know, they they didn't have the same kind of savvy as the natives. So I I loved it. I loved that the lead character was was a woman. Uh, she 
she blew me away. You know, she was she was wily. She was crafty, and she's crafty. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> what what did you guys think about Prey? You know, Alfonso, it's uh, it's interesting. I'm just going to give it away. That's my number four as well. <laughs> and yeah, that movie. One of the things that I look for in a movie is did I keep talking about it later? And with Prey, I felt like there was so much discussion around like, wow, this would have been a great number. You know, this this would have been like a great sequel, like a direct sequel and get rid of the Danny Glover and all the other movies that Alfonso didn't actually watch. <laughs> this movie, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> uh, this movie had so much good action. The special effects were good. I really cared about the main characters. I even mm-hmm. liked the 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 predator. Yeah. Yeah, everything about this movie was just like it it was so hard for me to decide like mm-hmm. okay, where is this movie going to go because it just came across so good. I wish it would have been in the movie theaters. Right, right. Yeah. So, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to flip it up a little bit. Uh put this thing down, flip it in reverse it. Mm-hmm. I, I was hoping one of you guys would like say something in reverse, but it's <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> okay, so it's funny because my number three is a DC movie. Mm. I absolutely love Black Adam. I know that there's a lot of controversy. Was it profitable? Was it not profitable? I feel like out of the gate, they tried to, I don't know, sort of like torpedo this movie. They tried to make this movie seem like it wasn't good, make people not want to see it. But when the audiences and the fans took the time to see the movie, they're like, wow, this is actually pretty good. It's not going to be an Oscar winning movie, but you know what? For my $7, for my $15, this was definitely a good movie. Action was good. We know The Rock can't act. Them special effects, for the most part, were good. Mm -hmm. We can't expect too much from Warner Brothers. But uh, a story. Story was pretty cool. So, yeah, yeah, I think that this movie definitely deserved to be in my top three. What do you think of that, X-Man? I enjoyed enjoyed Black Adam. I did. was it in my i mean it, it wasn't even on my top 10 right now uh doesn't mean i didn't like it uh, <laughs> but the thing is i i just enjoyed so much so much more uh it, it was my biggest draw my fallback with that movie was that i'm familiar with black adam and you know the rock was the rock you're right he just wasn't kind of pompous and arrogant that he should have been like like maybe namor was he needed to have that gravitas you know he needed to be like you know, I'm so much better than everybody else. He was just like, I don't care. That that was more of his attitude. So that was the only, it was the biggest downfall for me was just, he, he didn't really, he wasn't like Adam to me. So I, it kind of took me out of it a little bit. But Hawkman, woo! What do you think, Joe? I mean, I enjoyed the movie. I, 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 I like what they did when they introduced all the new characters. I think if DC would have did that, if, if Snyder would have did that with, introducing everyone kind of like the marvel format or you know they could even did if justice league had the good character development introducing those new characters like this movie did i think it would have did a lot better and people would have probably 
enjoyed the movie a lot more and probably would more people would have watched it instead of all the fake Snyder fans that do them fake tweets to try to get a petition for them to come out with a Snyder cut that went absolutely nowhere. Uh, but I, I, I enjoyed it, but it, it's it's funny because with this movie came with dirty laundry. And so it kind of leaves a sour taste in your mouth. Now I have HBO Max and it's on there and I have yet to rewatch the movie. So as much as I enjoyed it in the movie theater, I am not hyped up to rewatch it. And I think it's because of the bad, bad, heart, hot garbage that came with it with the whole thing with Henry Campbell. You know, then you find out The Rock was trying to do his own thing, which we kind of, we, we talked about that. But it just sounds like he was trying to do his own thing. The, the issues I have with The Rock is he, he, he's, he's like Vin Diesel. Like they get so big, they can't lose. You know, it's like, bro, you do realize Black Adam gets his butt kicked by Shazam and Superman. But I think with the Rock's version of the Black Adam, I don't think that's going to happen. It's, he, he'll end up being a good guy or something to that to that effect, you know. And I think James Gunn might might have seen something like that. Maybe that's why, like they said, nah, we we kind of good, you know. But, you know, the whole thing, you kind of feel bad for Henry Campbell, you know, because – from what I read, you know, The Rock made a big deal about like you need him for that movie. Like I don't think they. It was nice to have him in the movie, but if if you really need him to make that movie, you know, appeal to people, and then you're trying to you spoil the beans and let everybody know before the movie comes out because you're trying to get people to go watch it. I mean, that kind of says something about that movie. And 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 The Rock. So I don't know, but I did enjoy it though. Everything you're saying is 100% valid, Joe. I I just liked it. You know, I like explosions. I like people getting electrocuted and just turning into ash. Yeah. It was cool. But, uh, Alfonso, I would like to make uh, some sort of disparaging statement. It's about your number three. So bring it. <laughs> <laughs> My number three, again, a sequel. Top Gun Maverick. So... I had waited for this movie for a long time. It, it was pushed back because of some patch that was on his jacket that had to be digitally removed, like Henry Cavill's mustache. Um, but it, it delivered, you know, and you know what I liked about it most of all? I mean, it's Star Wars episode four. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the same story. And I, I can't get enough of it. You know what I mean? Tom Cruise did an amazing job in this movie. The, the sporting cast was great. Um, the football scene wasn't as good as the volleyball scene from the original movie, so that did take away from it a little bit. Um, and it, it was nice to see Val Kilmer. You know, he did, he definitely deserved that. So, mm-hmm. uh, Top Gun Maverick was it was visually stunning. It was, you know, the action was. I was on the edge of my seat so much. You know, they sold me the whole seat, but I only needed the edge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What'd you think, Joe? Did you see that one? Yeah, I love that movie. I loved it a lot. Um, for me, I, I just remember watching the first Top Gun when I was in seventh grade, I think maybe. And back when it was on VHS, and I remember rewatching it like three times just because I, I wanted to be a fighter pilot. When I saw that movie, I was like, yo, I want to fly that. And then I found out you can't be a fighter pilot if you wear glasses, I think at the time they were saying. And so it discouraged me forever trying to find like a 14 Tomcat. But 
what that movie did was it, it took me back to me as a child, you know, watching that movie and remembering how dope it was to see like old school, you know, like, cause they don't make that many movies anymore where you're just fighting in like air fighter jets and you're shooting other jets down and you're flying in someone else's territory. And, you know, like you got to try to get in and get out. So I enjoyed that movie a lot. You guys know how I said, when you talked about Batman, it made me want to see it again. I haven't <laughs> seen Maverick. <laughs> and as awesome as you guys wanted to make it sound, mm-hmm. I'm still never going to see it. Oh. Yeah, if, if you didn't enjoy the first one, I don't think you'll like this one. I'm in the same boat as you guys, or perhaps I should say fighter jet as you Mm -hmm. guys. When I got done watching Top Gun, I wanted to be a fighter pilot. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I thought that the first one was cool. I I love the fighter pilot scenes and everything Mm -hmm. like that. And I love the cocky Maverick. And I think Mm -hmm. that's really why I didn't want to see Maverick is because I'm not trying to see some cocky dude. Uh, fly fly a plane for three hours. So maybe he's not yeah. the cocky guy. I don't know. Well, but... well, well, that's the that's the that's that's the that's that's the movie. So like you remember him being cocky, where this movie kind of humbles him and it brings him back. And he's he he he's not cocky in this movie. Like he's just not. Like he changed his character changes. His character development, and he becomes more humble and more um, carefree about life and people around him. So it, it, it changes. He's not the same guy as he was in the first movie. Dude, it, it's so relatable, man. Because, I mean, think about the things that we did when we were young. And, you know, we've grown up. We just can't do those things anymore. We shouldn't do those mm-hmm. things anymore. Yeah. It, it's it's very relatable. So what I suggest is you get on that highway. The mm-hmm. highway to the danger zone. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> To take a quote from Joe's number five. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Joe, can you throw your number three at us? My number three was Prey. So the reason why I put that number three is because we weren't talking about the Predator ever. And then this movie came out and you had you talking about the predator and it also opened up our eyes to like man the predator back in you know like the 1400s is pretty nice so it opens up the door to different you know like you know maybe in a cowboy age you know like because you know you see people in, you know like predators in the present time and and then also like in kind of like in the near future but it's good to see something back old school where it's in a forest instead of a jungle and so you're relying on skill and and mobility and and being able to hide yourself you know to attack to uh try attack to um the predator and vice versa i love the cast the cast was dope um it brought me back to the first predator which you know like same thing as top gun so i really enjoyed that part of the movie and to your point when we said the previous one i would have loved to watch us in movie theaters yeah yeah one thing that you pointed out, Joe, that I agree with is I feel like they reached a point in Predator where it was like 
they have all like the humans have all these weapons they have all these tools it's almost like equal playing ground from the very beginning mm -hmm. because they know so much about the predators and everything like that mm -hmm. but when you go back into the past and like you talked about maybe going with cowboys or or other earlier civilizations those people have to use ingenuity they don't mm -hmm. have guns you know they don't have like in the in the predator that uh alfonso didn't see where they had a whole predator suit <laughs> they don't have any of that right yeah. so they have to build these weapons and that makes it interesting because it becomes like man using nature to defeat the beast right yeah yeah i you know with with top gun and and with with prey the nostalgia factor weighed so heavily on me man these two movies they they really that they they creep they crept their way in you know they they took something i loved from the past and, yeah. and they improved upon it they they brought it they brought it you know they just did so uh that was a big thing for me you know uh and, and we got to see a predator fight a bear you know mm -hmm. that nothing wrong with that no nothing yeah so i'm gonna jump ahead and i'm gonna give you guys my number two because i'm so excited about this one um when I watched this movie, I got chills. I just loved everything about it. I feel like it moved the franchise in a different directions. Uh, Dragon Ball Superhero. Oh. Not a conventional number two because, or even movie to be on the list because mm -hmm. it didn't have like a huge national release. But one thing I did notice is it stayed in movie theaters for like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks because I felt like this movie just really caught a hold of people that – People like, I'll say us, who watched Dragon Ball when it first came out, but then like the younger kids, like I'll say my son, he got excited because I'll say, like, let's say the teenagers don't really want to see Gohan or excuse me, Goku and Vegeta anymore. They want to be able to relate to the younger characters. And so by moving Gohan into that, uh, to that focus, to that center role, that just made it more relatable for them. But I'm looking at it like, okay, I saw Gohan grow up to where he's at now. And I understand, you know, he tried to go to school. His mom wants him to go to school. He wants to be a fighter. So for me, I just loved it. And then when Piccolo finally just went super Namekin, everything about this movie was just, it gave me chills. I, I, I do that. I cannot say enough good things about this movie. Absolutely loved it. Now that I'm talking to you guys, I'm like, dude, why isn't this on streaming? I'm gonna have to bootleg it. I'm gonna watch this movie like as soon as we get done. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you're the man that introduced me to Dragon Ball many years ago with some jacked up tapes that mm. couldn't track <laughs> and weren't in, and weren't in English. So, what are your thoughts yeah. on that one? Well, this is why I got seriously bored with Dragon Ball. In Dragon Ball Z, is there was no character development. You know, Gohan was supposed to be the chosen one, which he wasn't. They he went to school and he became nothing. You know, and then you know Goku again is like the main hero, and he keeps getting stronger while everyone else keeps getting weaker. Piccolo was like a dope character that they never did anything with. He'd come in, oh Piccolo, drop his weights and get his butt kicked. You know, and then, you know, like, you know, and then Vegeta wasn't strong enough for Goku, which, you know, like they they fixed that. The one thing about the movie that I did enjoy was they finally made Piccolo and Gohan strong. 
And that's the one thing that's that's my biggest problem with Dragon Ball Z is they keeps in the it's it's almost like DC <laughs> the way they do things. It's like, bro, Goten and Trunks can only be so small or be teenagers, bro. It's like, come on, man. Are they gonna be adults yet? Right. And it's you know, now don't get me wrong, Dragon Ball Super has gotten a lot better and they introduced a bunch of different you know, villains and stuff like that. And, you know, Vegeta is going to, or excuse me, Frieza is going to be uh, Frieza Black. You know, like, it's it's good things to look forward to. It seems like the villains, Goku and Vegeta, keep getting stronger with different powers, and yet everyone still stays the same. So the one thing I do appreciate about this movie is you finally get Gohan, like, purplish, kind of different glow which i thought was dope as hell and he's different he's finally strong because he's supposed to be stronger than goku people don't remember that when he was like training when he was a little kid he was going to be the dude and a lot of people were disappointed with that and so i'm i'm glad that they finally changed it and and it made gohan be as strong as he is and i hope they continue to make him stronger the same as well as piccolo and I, I'm looking forward to that, but that's that's why I appreciate different kind of animes because you know, like I'll take One Piece, like you know, after you, you you said you're watching One Piece up 71. The one thing I appreciate about One Piece is he he has his crew. His crew, when he gets strong, they get strong. So they each fight villains that are that they're match against, and then that they fight and they do beat. But each of them gets stronger to where DBZ or Super. It's always the same two guys that are that come around and and defeat you know and then they end up defeating the bad guys and then the bad guys become good like when when I was watching DBZ bro Broly was a bad guy now he's a good guy so it's like every you know Frieza's kind of a good guy but he's gonna be a bad guy like make up your mind dude like that's exactly what comic books do they take the villains that are dope and make them anti-villains and so. DBZ, I see them going that way, or Dragon Ball Super now. I see them going that way. But I do appreciate the fact that Gohan and Piccolo did get stronger in that movie. And I, and that's the best part of the movie that I like. Hey, I can't disagree with any of that. Alfonso Esteban Flores, who probably did not see this movie, what are your thoughts? I have not <laughs> seen this movie. I, I have not watched Dragon Ball Z. Um, I, I've tried to a few times, of course, in the middle of everything, and there was a fight scene, and it was ah, and then ah, and then two episodes mm. later, it's still ah, yeah, yeah. Ah. So it's like, when is this gonna go down? You know, it's mm. like, yeah, I want to see it, and they just sat there screaming at each other with yeah. unnecessary speed lines. But mm. no, I do respect the franchise, and I like hearing the stories about how things went down, who did what. My nephew, Jake, he's really good about that. He'll tell me everything about it. He lent mm-hmm. me one of the movies, and it sat in my house for two years, and he finally went and picked it up because you ain't going to watch this. <laughs> yeah. But shout out to Jake. Um, From Sifra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he sounds hideous. <laughs> what are you wearing, yeah, Jake? From Safer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jake was saying he wanted to jump on an episode of the broadcast. So we got to bring mm-hmm. him on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jake... Well, is a huge Dragon Ball fan. Well, the thing about it is, is like what Alfie, that's the old Dragon Ball Z that used to be like that. The newer Dragon Ball Super is not like that no more. They've cut that out and they get down to fighting, oh, you good. know. Um, but you remember we were at um, anime, was it anime Pasadena where they were trying to do the Dragon Ball against uh, Naruto? Naruto. And, and the reason why 
Naruto actually can win that discussion is because Naruto has more character development and they have more dope characters besides Naruto. Yeah. You know that that's they developed and they've gotten stronger as opposed to like characters from Dragon Ball Z. That's why it was hard for that guy to try to, well, he was terrible, but it was kind of hard for that guy to <laughs> come up with arguments that were against, you know, the Rudo franchise. Yeah, that, that guy was terrible and he was a horrible representative for the DBZ fans everywhere. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Uh, you, you know what, Alfonso X-Men Flores, since uh, you don't have time to watch my movies, why don't you go ahead and drop the number two? <laughs> All right. My, my number two is the only movie on my list that is not a sequel. My number two is little um, movie, uh, I would say film, uh, shout out to Cult Podcast, uh, from A24, because <laughs> they love those movies. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I don't know if you guys seen this, but this does multiverse so well. This movie was, it was just, it was so much fun. There was, I, I say that about a lot of movies, don't I? I, I had a great time. And, and that's kind of what I, I always kind of base my, my thoughts on is how much fun did I actually have in the movie. That This movie, <laughs> it went places that, that I wasn't expecting it did things that I, I did not guess. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. pretty good about calling it with movies and TV shows. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to happen. My wife's like, how do you do that? I'm like, this is going to happen. My daughter's like, how do you do that? I'm like, I should write these things because I know what's going to happen. This movie had me guessing. And I was like this the whole time. Mouth wide a gap. It was great. Uh, have you guys seen that movie? No. Oh, you miss it out. <laughs> 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 Joe, what are your thoughts on this movie? I don't think Alan what you don't you don't watch Kung Fu movies, I think. So I think you lose interest right away. Unless it's the Matrix doing Kung Fu. True. Other than that, I don't really think you like Kung Fu movies. And this was a straight up Kung Fu movie. It was <laughs> dope. I it's it's actually my number two as well, Alfie. Like I nice. yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. They did the multi the multiverse better than Doctor Strange. The villain was better. The story was better. How they showed how they were jumping from different verses was dope. Very thought out. Michelle Yeoh is sick as hell. And she's in a lot of Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> yes, she is. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> she, she's, she, was, she was in Shang-Chi. She was the, um, the, the auntie. auntie. The auntie, yeah. The auntie, yeah. Um, but she's dope. She's I always enjoy when I know she's in a movie. I know it's going to be good. I know the fight scene is going to be good, and it was just I I enjoyed it a lot. And I thought I, it wasn't also the dude like her husband wasn't that the dude from Goonies or no? <laughs> yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it's I'm pretty Goonies, sure. Yeah, yeah. Data from Indiana Jones. Yeah, you so Doctor Jones doll. Yeah, so it was very cool to see him make a comeback and all. You're like, whoa, where this guy been at? So I, I yeah, like it was my number two. It was really close to number one. I. I really enjoyed what the movie gave you. That was a movie I wanted to see, but the timing just never worked out. And now mm -hmm. here, here's my thing, right? I'm like, oh, I want to watch that. It's it's up for Oscars and Golden Globes mm -hmm. and everything else. I have like 500 streaming services. And the one streaming service I don't have, Showtime, they're like, oh, it's on Showtime. Well, I guess I'm going to have to bootleg it. 
right? Just <laughs> like, come on, Showtime. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I will watch it. I, I wouldn't say I'm against Kung Fu mm-hmm. movies. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's all about like the pacing of a movie. And I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes there's, there's like action, dialogue, yeah. action, dialogue. And, you know, I'm just like, just, just fight again. That's just, just yeah. do more of that. Do more of that flying, flippy, kick Dude, in the face stuff. <laughs> to, so basically, you have to do certain things to transfer certain data <laughs> to your other version, another version from yourself to who you are. And you got to do certain things that trigger it. And some of the things that they were doing, bro, you're just like, I can't believe they did that. I can't <laughs> believe just- they did that. And you're like, things that you never do. Yeah. And then when you see him, you're like, don't tell me he's going to do that. And he goes and does it. You have to watch him. I'm not trying to spoil it for you. But, you know, even though I spoil crap. But, dude, you're like, I don't think this person going to. Oh, he did do it. And it, but it's just, it's really funny, dude. You need to out. It's pretty good. Yeah. You guys have put me back on that. I want to watch that tomorrow type of thing because you guys yeah. make yeah. it sound awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, uh, before we get to number one, I think we got some honorable mentions coming. So, Joe, can you uh, throw your honorable mentions at us before we hit number one? Um, I just have a couple. One was uh, The Samaritan. I thought that was a pretty good take on, like, oh. um, on, of, of a superhero. I thought it was pretty good. Didn't You can kind of, like, to, you know, Alfie, like, I'm pretty sure you guessed kind of, like, how the ending is going to be. But I was okay with it. You know, usually when you predict predict stuff and you're just like, ah. but this time it was just like, you know, I don't mind. I, if they went that way, I, I like how they did that way. It, it was pretty cool. It was just a good twist of the ending. And uh, my, my second was the Adam Project. I thought it was pretty good. The the kid that portrayed Ryan Reynolds was freaking really good. I can't believe he was only 10 years old portraying him that well. Uh, I, I enjoyed that movie a lot too. Awesome. Uh, I agree with both of those. Those were kind of in my top 10 and out of my top 10. Then I whittled it down to five and they were going back and forth. So I, I agree with both of those a hundred percent to your point, you know, sometimes it's just enjoying the ride and that's what you got with Samaritan. You know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like cheap special effects, uh, weak story, but you just enjoyed it anyway. Yeah. 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 Another Rocky reference. What is this? Uh, Alfonso X-Man Flores, what do you have for your honorables? Yeah, I, too, have the Adam Project on my honorable mentions. Again, it was popping in and out of of my top ten, trying to get it down to five. Uh, It it was a blast. And if you guys want to listen, episode 36 of the Nerd World Order broadcast, you know, reviews the Adam Project. The kid, you're right. He had... The delivery, he had the timing, he had the inflections that Ryan Reynolds does so well that nobody else really does. This kid had it spot on. He just, it was, it took me back to the days of like the Goonies or movies like that where, you know, the kids are going to overcome and win the day, you know, it it was, it was great. I I had a blast with that. Um, Completely agree, Joe. Um, My number two uh, honorable mention is weird the El Yankovic story. Now, I don't know if you guys saw this, not many people did, because it was only on Roku, mm-hmm. on the Roku streaming network. It was a blast. You know, it, it was a kind of like a mockumentary, documentary type movie about where Al Yankovic, played by Harry Potter, 
who's like in a lot better shape than than what Al ever was. But mm-hmm. that was the thing, you know. It was all this stuff didn't happen. You know, he he had it to where uh, he wrote "Eat It" before Michael Jackson wrote "Beat It," and he was pissed because you know Michael Jackson stole that from him. He was dating Madonna, and Madonna was trying to you know get him just to cover one of her songs. That's the only reason why she was dating him. So finally, he did like the surgeon. He was he was mean. He was like a classic rock star. It was funny. It was so well put together. Daniel Radcliffe did great in this movie. You know, he he was the accordion playing was it was it's something so different. It was something so out there. Again, I just had a blast with it. So as far as the what was it weird? Weird. Uh, Weird. 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 I that's one of those movies that just the subject matter made me not want to see mm-hmm. it, but the way you described it, I want to see it now. Bro, <laughs> so, yeah, I never finished that garbage. I started what? watching that. Yeah, I started watching it, bro, and I'm just like, all right, man, whatever, dude. I clicked that crap <laughs> off, dude. I was just like, man, this is so terrible. No one of this damn movies on Roku. I was like, bro, like, who watches Roku, bro? It came free with my TV, man. So I was like, you know what? Let me watch it, dude. Terrible, bro. You're like, you should never have to watch something for free and then say, why am I watching this, bro? Because it's free. It's like, bro, I couldn't even, I couldn't even finish it, dude. Like, oh, it was just like, oh, we should do this. Oh, then it happens. Oh, hey, I should do that. Oh, and then it happens. I'm like, no, bro, I'm not feeling that. Well, I think Joe just erased everything I previously said. I'm torn now because I'm like, if it's free and you turn it off, like Mm -hmm. you could have done a million other things. You could have like played Marvel Snap while this movie was on in the background. Mm -hmm. And you said, no, I don't even want to hear it. This is so bad. It was terrible, dude. I was was like, terrible, bro. It was terrible. Okay, well, I got back that hour and a half of my life. Thank you, Joe. Bro, bro, watching it. bro, okay, so there's a scene, right? And they're like, hey, Al, go make me a sandwich. And then he goes and he makes a sandwich, and then he starts making a song. I'm like, no, bro, you're going to make a song, and you're making a sandwich? Oh, hey, oh, no, bro, I'm not feeling that, dude. I'm like, I can't believe you're freaking taking so much of my life with this scene right now, bro. I'm like, no one thinks about a song making a sandwich, bro. And then they're like, oh, hey, let's let's play something too. We're we're, we're hitting the, the, our hands and clapping. And, no, dude, I'm not down with that, bro. My my, my Bologna. Yeah, I'm not down dude, with that, bro. Dude, dude, this is a thing, dude. This is like the rubber match. You gotta watch it so that you break the tie. You gotta you gotta let us know, man, because. I had a great time with this movie, dude. I'm, I'm officially like, I, I'm dead, dude. Like Joe, Joe just has me. No way I'm gonna watch that movie, dude. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> Man, oh, dude. it was terrible. Yes. Bro. Sorry, Alfonso. Joe just, he killed it, dude. He he put the nail in the coffin. Then he threw the coffin in the river. And then he poured gasoline on the coffin while it was floating, and he set it on fire, bro. Bro, I got my TV on pause right now, and it, and it's showing Roku the word on Yankovic. It's like his ears are ringing, bro. I'm like, this is so stupid of a movie, and I get to see it on my screensaver on my Roku TV. When we're done, I'll put in a poll on NWO. 
Did you see it? Did you not see it? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Let's, Let's do it, man. Let's see what they say. So I also have honorable mentions, and they're not in any particular order, so I'm just going to say both of them. Uh, Barbarian and Beast. So let me start with Barbarian. Barbarian was one of those horror movies that by no means is original. There's nothing about Barbarian where you're going to go like, wow, I didn't think that was going to happen. Wow, I've never seen that before. But it was Mm -hmm. just an interesting movie. It was like one of those movies where, like, I'm still, like, getting tense when I watch the movie. Like, you know, I'm all, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Yeah. I was grossed out. I was like, oh, my God, I hope this guy dies. It had Mm -hmm. a little bit of social commentary because it's like, who's the real barbarian here? Yeah. So – I just thought it was pretty cool. Did either of you guys see it? I did not. Uh, I did listen to a podcast about it. Um, I, I did. Uh, the one thing that I, I heard the most about it, I saw some TikToks, of course, you know, because that's how yeah. I get my news. But, you know, the whole fact that you had, what, Skarsgård in the movie and everybody's mm-hmm. like creeped out by him because of it. And you're like, oh, that's the bad guy. It's got to be the bad guy. That's the it guy. He's got to be bad. And like, so the whole time you're thinking it's bad, turns out it's not bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good. Nice. I Wikipedia that crap. I like I heard it sound pretty good, dude. And I went to my good old trusty steed Wikipedia and I went outside. I looked at my bar and I said, Wikipedia is looking nice to go ride and just take a cruise and see what's in the atmosphere. So I hopped on that Wikipedia horse. I started going, yeah, yeah. And I read what about that movie, bro. And I was just like, good thing I Wikipedia that crap. <sighs> I'm hoping there's a sequel. So <laughs> it'll give you another chance to ride Wikipedia again. Because yeah. I love the end of that movie. I hope there's a sequel. They set it up where there could be a sequel. Yeah, yeah. I want to see a sequel. Did you see the prequel? Conan the Barbarian? Actually, I did. It's so funny because I think Joe hit me up. He's like, does that have anything to do with Conan? I'm like, no. Yeah, I remember. We're like, bro. It's like, he's like, why are you watching that? Yeah. You're like, no, it's a horror movie. Huh. That's how I know I'm not going to watch it. If I ever put it anything, huh? I ain't watching it, bro. I ain't going to do nothing about it, bro. Yeah, I've noticed that. Now, also Beast with Idris Elba. Uh, anything with Black Superman is going to make yeah. it onto at least honorable mentions. I had to get yeah. him in on the list somewhere. That was one of those movies where, once again, there's nothing remarkable about it. He mm-hmm. goes out to Africa. He gets attacked by some lions and everything else. And his kids are stupid and they can't listen. And it's one of those movies where it's like, stay in the car. You know those kids aren't going to stay in the car. Mm-hmm. You know, and then some stuff happens. And uh, at the end, he, like, turns into Black Superman. It was just a cool movie, though. Uh, it was one of those movies that it wasn't great. You're not going to remember it like a uh, year from now, but it was yeah. cool. It was just fun to watch. You guys, you guys see that? I don't think I've ever heard of that movie. <laughs> you know, a one-up for <laughs> I've never seen that movie is I never even heard yeah. of that. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, is it, is it Henry McCoy? Because if it's so, I'm watching. <laughs> uh, it uh, it's on Peacock. I don't know if you have Peacock. It's on Peacock. I have um yet to watch it. I want to watch it. Um, 
that's why I haven't Wikipedia it yet because <laughs> I actually want to watch it because the Black Superman is dope. You remember when we were at like that? Where were we at, dude? Where were we at um which con was that? It was um where the guy was like, you know, talking to like all of us and we were trying to get the get the hell out of there. They were talking about black culture, hip hop, and oh anime. yeah, yeah. That was oh. uh where was that? That at? was that was LA Comic Con. San Diego. Yeah, LA Comic Con. That's yeah. right. And you remember we were like, we we're like, you know, talking about Black, Black Superman in the group behind us, like, I'm tired of Idris Alba being in all the movies, you know, like, <laughs> bro. And we were like, I'm like, girl, sit down, dude. She was being loud, bro. And, and then she wouldn't, <laughs> she wouldn't stop coughing. So she kept coughing, bro. <laughs> she wouldn't stop coughing, dude. And then I, you know, every time Alan would text me, hey, you ready to leave? You ready to leave? I turned around, dude. Alan had his mask on. And he's like, you want one? And I was like, bro, you're sitting by her. She was behind us. But yeah, I just remember like, and like no one cared about this. It was our book. Because you remember how we were like, Black Superman. Because he was saying, who would you think would play um, Superman? Right? Like if you had a Black, uh, the Black Superman. What, yeah. what was the name of the comic? I can't remember, Alan. Like he had a different name, right? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, let's see here. I cannot remember. It's, you mean an icon? No, 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 no. No, the, the black Superman, basically. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. I cannot it, remember it a, his name. It's a different name. But yeah, yeah totally it was a different name. It is, I wish it, he's the black Superman. He can play that. And the guy looked at us like, no, dude. And I'm like, bro, who are you, bro? You can't even get your iPad to work. <laughs> dude, that is factual and true. He could not get yeah. his iPad to work. Yeah, I, I do have one other thing to say about Beast. Oh my stars and garters! There were no stars and garters in this no. movie, Alfonso. Uh, and since you don't have Peacock, I was gonna, I was gonna sort of, you know, say, hey, uh, when you watch Beast, I'll watch Weird. They're both one-syllable uh, movies. We could, mm -hmm. we could do a trade, but no. I'll, I'll do a free trial. <laughs> yeah, I think they do have free trials. Yeah. 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 You're like, uh, this is my son Nate's email address. <laughs> <laughs> Create an email address. Use one of those Visa gift cards that's all done up, you know? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, those are very cool honorable mentions. I'm going to throw out my number one. Uh, it's a movie that, it's funny because Alfonso was like, sometimes it's about how many times you've watched the movie. Uh, to, to, you know, to decide if it's number one. All the other movies we've talked about, like Black Adam I've seen once, Dragon Ball Super I've seen once, Chip and Dale I've seen once, Prey I've seen, everything I've seen once. Nope, which is my number one, I have seen multiple times. Uh, it's interesting because I never actually, I haven't sat down and watched it at home on my own, like TV screen, but like, you know, I've, I've watched it in Atlanta, I've, I've watched it, you know, an IMAX, I've watched it with the wife, I've watched it, uh, you know, by myself, and then I, you know, I told everyone else to watch it. This movie has so much commentary. Uh, I feel like Kiki Palmer, like, the first time I watched this movie, I did not like her. But then when I watched it again, and I saw the way that she interacted 
uh, with the David Kaluuya character, I was like, okay, I get it. You know, she's annoying for a reason because she's a bratty little sister. And, and I felt like, you know, the ending was kind of like, okay, what really happened here? And then you can have a full on discussion about like, dude, was Gordy even necessary? Just so many things about this movie. And then there's all these different, I don't want to call them Easter eggs, but like you have the religious uh, text at the beginning and later on you find out that the opening scene is actually the belly of the beast just so many things about this movie are just worthy of being in the number one spot so that's what i put number one nope uh i know you guys already talked about it a little bit but anything else you want to add to nope alan duke's watching nope coast to coast that's right. I don't know what that means, but I'll take it. Wait, East Coast, West Coast, you watch it here, you watch it there, you watch it everywhere. Atlanta's kind of the dirty south. You know, it's like right in the dirty south, you know, yeah, go that's... down there. Yeah. But I, I, I could go to, like, New York and then watch it there, and then we could, you know, run this clip again, and it'd be coast <laughs> to coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, let's see here. X-Man, I'm going to let you throw your number one movie of 2022 down my number one movie of 2022 is a sequel uh not only is it a sequel but it is part three of three <laughs> uh, my number one movie is clerks three i am a mm. huge kevin smith fan uh, i've seen all his movies i've quoted all the movies i know him backwards and frontwards uh this movie had me laughing hysterically this movie had me crying like a little kid <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and back and forth it wasn't just like sad happy sad happy or sad 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 happy 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 or vice versa it was i was up and down it was an emotional roller coaster it really was um one of my biggest complaints of the clerks franchises has been the main character brian o'halloran who plays um oh my gosh yeah the guy <laughs> dante um his acting's always been a little dry to me. Like, uh, I'm not even supposed to be here today. You know, it, the 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 content was enjoyable, but the, his delivery was just, in my opinion, always a little weak. And I've never really admitted it to many people because of my love for Kevin Smith and, and his movies. But Brian O'Halloran just never really, he didn't wow me. But in this movie, he had scenes where he was welling up, where he was... He was angry. He was yelling. He was crying. I mean, all those emotions that he was able to put out there, those hit me hard. You know, uh, this this movie does mean a lot to me because I, I did uh, I shared this franchise a lot with a friend of mine who who uh, passed away too soon. Uh, John, I mean, rest in peace, brother. It just so a lot of it really hit close to home, especially with the content of of him having a heart attack of of. You know, even like some of the music, there was a song in there that just reminds me of a, another friend who had died. And it just, it, it was it was super emotional for me. And, you know, I say what you will about Kevin Smith, but I love this movie. And I, I've seen it twice, not five times, twice. But uh, it's only because it's so hard for me to watch because I love it so much. Alfonso has a way of making me feel bad about ragging on a movie. Or saying things like, I've never heard of that. Um, <laughs> like, dang, Alfonso. I had all these one-liners written down. Then you're like, this is why it touched me emotionally. And 
and it really connected with me and i was like well mm -hmm. now I'm, I'm just a piece of crap for making fun of it <laughs> so, so thanks alfonso joe what do you got about clerks um i watched the first two movies and unlike alfie i have no love for that movie i think it was okay i'm not that much of a kevin smith fan i'm sorry i think he's okay uh i was never into his podcast or his tv show with the other guy the, the brother i don't know i don't even know his name um or even when the, the other tv show with the comics what ming was on I mean, it Ming was pretty cool. I mean, we met him. Yeah. He was pretty dope. Yeah. Um, I was wondering when you were you. I was like, wow, you didn't have clerks on any of your list. I should have figured it was number one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't intrigued enough to watch it, and I wasn't even intrigued to Wikipedia to see what it was about. That's how much I didn't have any interest in that damn movie. I watched the other two because you know I was bored one day and it was free on TV. Uh, it was free enough to be better than the Weird Al Yankovic movie. I'll give you that. <laughs> Obviously, if I watched the first two, but I wasn't hyped enough to watch three. But you know, I'll give it a shot. You know, when it's when I could watch it for free. But I don't know, man. Okay, so Joe <laughs> just gave me a way to rag on this movie without <laughs> actually being a jerk. <laughs> so Clerks One was dry boring and slow and that's as far as i went in the clerks franchise i didn't watch clerks 2 because i wasn't trying to be bored again and then they made clerks 3 and i saw that alfonso posted like hey everybody i'm going to watch clerks 3 and i said good for alfonso he's taking the <laughs> bullet for everybody and i really appreciate that so yeah. you know that that's why i didn't care mm -hmm. anything about clerks 3 because I'm with Joe in a sense. Like Kevin Smith is one of those directors who's to me it's kind of like Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. People are like, oh, you just don't get it. You don't understand what he's trying to say. No, yeah. you know what? He's just not mm -hmm. doing anything that I like. Yes, I yeah. agree. Yeah. So I agree. I you know what, Alfonso? That would be like, you know, if I told you how great Roger Rabbit was, and then you came on the podcast and tried to say Roger Rabbit wasn't good. Yeah. You right. can't see Roger Rabbit, bro. Mm -hmm. I can see Roger Rabbit every yeah. day. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, so you yeah. know, I get it. Yeah. Kevin Smith's your dude. Yeah. You love yeah. Kevin Smith. Yeah, sure. and I'm cool with that. But I'll yeah. say Clerks one and two just does not speak to me. Bro, Kevin Smith is like those rabbits that you always get from that dude every time we go to the Comic-Con. I'm like, what is the fascination with these rabbits and this dude's drawing of these rabbits, man? I just don't get it. But that's your Kevin Smith, right? You know, so like, I mean, yeah, so I, I get it, dude. But, but you know, as far as a person, the guy's cool. I mean, oh, when I hear him talk, interviews and stuff like that, I have nothing against it. The guy is cool as hell. He just does not do anything for me. <laughs> now, real quick, to be fair, I love Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Don't get me wrong. I love Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So uh, one point there. Point number two is, um, I mean, Clerks 2 has Rosario Dawson. And how 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 would you not watch Rosario Dawson in anything she's in? She's, I, I have to see her in everything. You know, uh, I'll give some spoilers here in Clerks 2 at the very end. He chooses Rosario Dawson over his fiance mm -hmm. uh, Dante does, and they they you know because she's pregnant. You know they they had a they had a, an affair. She got pregnant, and he ended up being with her. Right, beginning of Clerks three, you know 
you don't see her. And they're like, what, what's yeah. going on? And then all of a sudden something happens and there's a flashback or there's a, at, at the convenience store, there's a little, you know, tip jar that, you know, please, you know, money for the fun for the, for her burial. And I'm like, she died. She died. And then like, they, they touch base on her a little bit. She, she was in a car accident and she was pregnant with his child. And, you know, father, you know, just that's, that's like your biggest fear. Right. And, and the way he delivered his sorrow for that was just so, so touching. And it, like I said, I was never impressed with his acting. I love the movies, but that I just, it got me good. And, and, you know, I was there with Steven from the cult podcast and him and I were just like, you know, like we wouldn't even look at each other because we were so afraid to see what the other looked like at the time. So just, Wait, just so a little she, heads up there. So she died? She died, dude. And, and See, I'm very... trying to watch but, that, bro. No, hold up. I think, hold up. I think the reason why I watched the clerks is because she was in it, because she <laughs> is bad. And she bad. is my Ahsoka. So at the very end, dude, at the very end of Clerks 3, you know, they, the whole thing was the other guy was making a movie, and he starts showing it to him when he's in a hospital bed because he had a heart attack. And next thing you know, he's sitting in a movie theater, and he's watching this movie, and he's like, hand on his mouth, crying. Rosario Dawson comes up behind him, puts her hand on his shoulder, sits down next to him, cuddles up next to him, and he's like, let's go. And he's like, she's like, don't you want to see how this movie ends? And he's like, I already know how it ends. And they get up and he died, dude. He freaking died. It was just, (sighs) yeah. (laughs) Okay. This is why I think that's hard garbage, bro. And let me explain, bro. (laughs) <laughs> the first two movies is all fun and joy because I know Alan hasn't yeah. seen this. It's jokes, it's fun and joy, and then on the third one, you want to make y'all serious and dead. Come on, bro, don't give me that. <laughs> See, that's why that's why I don't enjoy his movies, bro. Because it's like the third one, you're gonna end like uh, whatever, dude. See, you well, right there. I don't even think I'm gonna watch it just because of that. No, because that so doesn't make sense to me. This is the thing: Kevin Smith based these movies on different parts of his life. When he was young, working at a convenience store, that's the first one. As he grew up and he started to to get his stuff together and figure out that he needed to do something, that was the second one. And the third one, it was it was his heart attack that he had. So all three of these movies reflected actual real life situations. And and yeah, no matter how sad they get, you know, you still got to be able to enjoy your life. You got to live your life. You got to love your life. You got to laugh. And that's something that he he pushes for. You know, he. I, I know you guys don't see it the same way as, as I do, but it was it was like a really good closure. It was it was just it came full turn and I was so appreciative of it. So I totally get it. It's like you're you're mm-hmm. you're emotionally invested in this movie and yeah. it delivered everything that you wanted mm-hmm. out of the movie. Yes, sir. I'm gonna I take whatever I I'm gonna take whatever I normally say. I'm gonna take the yeah out of it and just be like boo. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! Shame oh, on you, Joe. Kevin Smith. Shame on you. No, no, no. So, who's next? <laughs> Joe, we need your number one. What do you got? My number one is Top Gun. I enjoyed that movie. Out of all the movies that I watched, that's out of you were talking about replay value. That one came out in Panama. I watched it again. You know, just for me, it's very entertaining. I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, who doesn't like fire, fighter pilots flying in the air, shooting each other? So for me, that was my number one. <laughs> Alfonso, since you've actually seen the movie, uh, what do you think? 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't disagree with him. It was it was a great movie, and production wise, production value. I mean, it was it was top of the you know top class. It was it was a movie that was very well done. Um, you got to see character growth, which you know you you got the cocky arrogant guy who's like you know the top of the world. You know, uh, he was humbled. He was humbled, and and he he saw what that's like from the other end. You know, because he became an instructor, he got to see what it's like dealing with that type of person. And he's like, Oh, but you know, in, in the end, you know, he, it was this classic story of man versus machine. You know, they were yeah. fighting drone mm -hmm. uh, airplanes, you know, top mm -hmm. of the line, uh, real airplanes that are out there. It's like, how can man, you know, it's a classic John Henry story, right? Man versus machine. Yeah. And, and he was able to pull it off. So I, I concur. I really feel you should watch that. Deuce. Well, I'm not going to, <laughs> but <laughs> it's interesting that for both of you, the number one uh, has character development. It's franchises that both of you have been invested in for a while, and it actually has character development. For me, both of the movies that fall into that category for me are animated movies. You have Chip and Dale, where they show the progression of the character, and mm -hmm. Dragon Ball Super, where they show the progression of Gohan and Piccolo. So I can definitely understand what you guys are saying, because I know that there is the investment in characters. Uh, it's, it's just for those particular characters and your number one, I did not relate to them enough in my life to want to see those movies, but I can understand where you guys are coming from. Yes, sir. Well, ladies, gentlemen, and knights, in case you haven't noticed, we all have listed our top number one movies for 2022, which means that this is the end of this episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast. So until next time, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, I am NWO. We are NWO. Nerds Redefined. Booyah!